was this little UFC fight last night we should probably discuss. Wasn't planning on going that route, but hey, can't not talk about it. It definitely was crazy. That's that time again, y'all. Episode 38 of T-Botch and the fellas talking life and sports. One quarter of the NFL season, it's in the books. We've got the fellas fantastic five after four games. How do the fellas handle losing versus winning? And we'll discuss why you should never, ever count your chickens before they hatch. <laughs> Let's meet the crew today and get this thing rolling. He's a full-time dad, real estate guy, and Panthers fan. He does have a little side gig, though. As a member of the Grammar Police, <laughs> it's Chris Perez, a.k.a. P. Reezy. What's up? You got another difference between there, there, and there. <laughs> such an asshole <laughs> and that's a y-o-u-r not yeah no see that's wrong <laughs> see grammar police grammar police <laughs> he's been killing it with his sleeper fantasy pick seriously he really has except that whole antonio gates pick he keeps trying to push on y'all every single week you can catch him Facebook Live every Sunday morning on our Facebook page at T-Botch and the fellas giving you that last-minute fantasy advice. It's Hot Tub, my man in South Florida, Mr. Dustin Miner. With all fairness, it's been a wasteland out there in tight end. <laughs> and uh, what's up, Giants fans? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's right. They, they ain't going to be so giant today. Panthers v. Giants in Charlotte, North Carolina. Not going to be at the game, but I wish I was. Yeah, that's Odell Beckham's fault, Johnny. <laughs> Listen, John, hey, uh, real quick, Johnny Tiberzi, our Long Island uh, original fella, he did say he was going to come down for this Giants-Panthers game, which would have brought me to Charlotte. Um, That's not all he said. He said he knew a guy that knew Odell Beckham. No, he knows. El- he was going to get us Panther tickets from him. Yeah, well, you know what? Johnny says a yeah, lot of that's things. That's what Johnny told us, ladies and gentlemen. That's what he told us. And, and we, we were suckers to believe him. Well, you know, Johnny says a lot of things. <laughs> he does, in fact, have Odell <laughs> Beckham's number. Uh, but that doesn't mean that Odell Beckham didn't block him. <laughs> so, uh, just saying. The jersey number doesn't count. <laughs> I am your host, creator, and referee of this audio octagon. I'm Thomas Bosch. We appreciate you riding with the fellas for episode 38 of T Bosch and the fellas talking life and sports. Let's get it cracking. But first, you know what must happen before we get rolling on every episode? We must honor the gods. And some things have been said. Some some things have been said. Some things have been said. Some class action lawsuits have been filed. Uh, but some trust, filed. trust this. Trust this. The sweet nectar of the gods will always be our number one. We don't listen to all that noise and nonsense, y'all. Lacroix, if you go to jail, <laughs> the f- <laughs> the fellas, we'd come visit you on the regular. We'd probably. Even try and smuggle you some contraband. So stay strong, LaCroix. Innocent until proven guilty. That's what they say, right? <laughs> well, you're awaiting trial. You could, you know, hook the fellas up with that sponsorship so we can spread the word of your innocence on a much larger scale. We'll be your PR department, LaCroix. Holler. I'll come and give you a little visit, LaCroix. <laughs> this conjugal visit. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of the logistics of that, and you're you're a disgusting individual. <laughs> at the t- can the can could be uncomfortable. Oh, Lacroix at T Bosch and the fellas hook it up with that damn sponsorship. Sounds real uncomfortable. Real, real uncomfortable. Gentlemen, let's get it rolling. So uh there was uh there was a UFC fight last night. Don't know if you caught it. Uh Connor McGregor, his first fight, UFC fight since fighting uh Floyd Mayweather coming back, title title shot, giving it to Habib. So this is the thing. Connor McGregor, dude talks a lot, a lot of junk. Yeah, I mean he really does. Now, I'll say this before I let y'all chime in. I would probably consider Conor McGregor the best hype man in all of sports. He might not be the best fighter in his respective sport, but he definitely is the best hype man in MMA UFC. I think he's the best hype man since Ali, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I would I would 100% agree with that. Only, yeah, I mean, I, you know, Ali lost some fights. Um, this is the first title fight that Conor McGregor has ever lost. So, I mean... We're going to see how this plays out. I'm sure there will be a rematch. But if you did happen to catch the fight, you know that Conor McGregor in the uh, in the pre-fight press conference talked a lot of stuff. Talked about dude's religion, his family, his country. And if you know anything about Habib, this dude is a like serious. like He's like a spitting image of Putin, I would say, in an MMA fighter's body. <laughs> I mean, this dude is just like... This is what you would imagine Russian people are like. This dude is hardcore. He definitely fought bears as a ch- as a child, as a six year old. There's literally videos of him fighting bears. So, <laughs> with that said, I mean, I'm just saying the fight was ridiculous. And then, of course, Habib chokes out Connor. Connor taps out, which you know, kind of a bitch move. You should, yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. Yeah, whatever. He tapped out, but then. Dude jumps the octagon and goes to fight Conor McGregor's squad. Uh, the whole thing breaks out in a chaotic melee. And I want to know from y'all, uh, did Conor McGregor and his team have this coming? I'm going to, so I know that Perez, he he bought the fight, watched it at home. So what was your opinion of this, Perez? I was completely okay with it. The dude, uh, they interviewed Dana White after the, the fight, and he was right there. He said that Conor's, uh, you know, his, his side guys were, outside of the ring, continuing to talk smack to Habib right after he choked out his boy. And uh, the dude had enough, man. They had, it, they had it coming. I mean, with the bus incident, Conor McGregor, is, I mean, if you're, if you're man enough to pick up a dolly and throw it at a bus and, like, hurt people, then, you know, you got to take what's coming, bro. Yeah. Sorry, but not that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, Conor, yes, he talks a lot of junk. And leading up to the fight, Habib, he didn't really say much. And he made a good point in the in the press conference after the fight last night. Um, I think MMA, UFC, hand-to-hand combat sports, they're based in respect. And Conor McGregor doesn't show a whole lot of that, <laughs> you know? Um, no, I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if you can bring, like, 15 goons to try to attack the homeboy's bus, then, you know, no harm, no foul. I, I think that... He should get fined for what he did because I don't think it, it, there's a there's a place for it. But in this in this case, I was completely cool with it. Well, you know, they're saying already that he may get stripped of his title um, right That's off the bat. Dana White's not going to do that. 
I don't think you should do that because then you kind of ruin the rematch a little bit, and you definitely want the rematch at this point. Uh, the, the guy deserves his title. He made a bad mistake, but, dude, Connor, he gets under people's skin, and that's what's happening. I mean, when you're insulting somebody's family, this is the shit what happens. One thing that I did like, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the fight, but um, while Habib had Connor on his back and he was, like, throwing down haymakers from the top um, and throwing, like, nice little forearms and elbows in Connor's face, he was just sitting there talking to him, dude. Really? And I wish... I wish that I could hear what he was saying because he was just sitting there talking smack. <laughs> like as, as he was beating him down, like the even the sideline guys were like, they they mentioned that he was talking to him. They're like, yeah, he's not being very nice right now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. I listen. He had a lot of pent up personal anger against Conor McGregor, and he kicked his ass. So uh, they're, like, they're like, we wish uh, we wish that we could uh, tell you what he was saying, but he's not being very nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't I can't repeat those words on national television. Well you can probably do it on pay per view, right? He could, but then he would have to like tell his mom what he said. Right, sure. Yeah. Well Dustin, I know you uh you didn't get to see the fight, but you saw the aftermath of what happened. Obviously a couple of uh Habib's dudes jumped into the octagon and started beating Conor McGregor up after the fight was over. Uh, that obviously completely uncalled for. I think like three of Habib's guys got arrested last night, um, and they should. That, those are that's assault, is what it is. Yeah, um, I mean the the one dude hopped the the octagon, came in and was just throwing haymakers to uh, to um, McGregor's body. Man, like you could tell McGregor was already like tired, and he just got choked out. Yeah, no, he came yeah. in and was just walloping him. Yeah. So Dustin, what did you think about this melee? Did it bring back any memories of the malice in the palace for you? The what? The malice in the palace when the when the Pistons and the uh and the Pacers got into that big fight in the stands back With in the Ron day. Artest? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Kind of like that. I just thought I just thought it was crazy. It was like it it was kind of like uh, watching that Miami Hurricane Florida State game all over again. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's just mass chaos. Which... Shout out to the Hurricanes coming back, winning by one. That game was crazy if you guys didn't see it. There was at least a few fights and a few hits in that game were just outside of the game, dude. It was fucking, It was pretty crazy. Yeah, they got a pretty intense rivalry there. Oh, side note, uh, after that UFC fight, there was a ton of fighting going on like around the arena <laughs> between people rooting for either Habib or McGregor. There's videos of it, of dude just get, I saw a video this morning of a dude just get straight cold knocked at like that fall straight back, crack your head on the ground, <laughs> arms completely out wide. Like, like I mean, he was, he was those, those are not funny, but they're funny, you know? Like, right. No, you're like, oh, so bad for the guys to get rocked. But like the dude looks like a, like a two by four board just falling over. Yeah, exactly. So listen. Last night, highly entertaining. A lot of it, you know, I, listen, I, I I think Habib is, you don't want to mess with that dude. You wouldn't want to see that dude in a dark alley. Uh, McGregor, uh, you know he's coming back for a rematch. I think everyone's probably going to look forward to that. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in terms of fines and suspensions and all that. But to be continued, um, real quick, uh, fantasy football. You know, as we talk about frequently on T. Bosch and the fellas talking life and sports here, we're all in the same fantasy football league together. And there it comes. the two gentlemen uh, that I have on right now, Mr. Dustin Miner and Chris <laughs> Perez, check them out on all social media so you can see their faces and shame and all that. 
They, uh, they've got a pretty good fantasy squad. They're currently our reigning champions. They're the only team in our league that are a duo squad. No fault of their own, really. Uh, but we do talk a lot of junk about it because, hey, they're the champions, and you got to talk junk about the champions. Well, the champions, they talk junk back. So uh, Thursday night football happened last week uh, for week four. And, of course, the Rams went out, put up huge numbers along with the Vikings play. Everybody had, it was touchdowns for touchdown for you, touchdown for you, touchdown for everybody, right? Well, old team Pete Tubbs deuces wild here. Mr. Dustin Modern and Chris Perez, they put up what? I want to say what? 63 and a half points. 63 and a half points with two players. Uh, I wake up the next morning. I I can't stay up that late on Thursday. I wake up at 4 a.m. for my radio job and, uh, you know, wake up to, uh, a whole bunch of shit talking <laughs> uh, in our group's text message. And, you know, it's old Perez over here talking junk about how you put a nail in my coffin because we, in fact, were playing each other last week. Well, my team, not too shabby itself, uh, you know, it didn't look so good because I had the Rams defense and they put up two points. So it was 60 whatever to two going into the weekend. Yeah, this uh, is wild, baby. The projections, which I I try to stay away from, and I tell people you should probably not look at those, uh, were very skewed. I think I was scheduled to lose by about forty five points roundabout. <laughs> uh, and uh, when the weekend was all said and done, let's just say this: you know the old st- saying, uh, "Don't count your chickens before they hatch." Well, P Tubbs uh, chickens over here. They died well before they ever hatched. There was no hatching, in fact, because <laughs> Team Thomas over here uh, kicked their shit in, coming back big time, putting up high score of the week. Just want to point that out. So next time you want to talk junk to a three-time champion in the Rot Bottom League, you best know who you're talking your business to, Perez. <laughs> That's not my champion. <laughs> 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 we weren't there. <laughs> Said it's not my champion because they weren't in the league yet. All right, fair are, enough. Are, are we going to be allowed to rebuttal to this? Yes. This, this? Sorry. Hey, hey, listen. I, that was pent up for a week. You had to just let me go. <laughs> okay. Are are you done? I'm done. I'm, done. I'm actually, I'm actually so glad that you brought this up. Please go ahead. <laughs> um, you know, I like to, I like to like clear a lot of things up. Here. All right. All right. I was like. <laughs> And that was a beautifully said, Thomas. It was just, it was beautifully written out, but it, it wasn't the full story. You know, I you know I don't expect you to tell me the full story to these fine people. Okay, but that's fine. Um, I did not talk any junk to you. In no, fact, you didn't. I didn't say I'm you. I'm the one who called you Sunday morning to wish you good luck and to you know and say uh, you know wish and wish you well, and you said you would. Call me back. Never get a call back, ladies and gentlemen. Let the jury show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> also, I got a little boozy at brunch. These, these, all these guys are giving us crap for me and P. Rez owning a team together. When, in fact, if it, you guys should be thanking us. And the reason <laughs> you should be thanking us is because if me and P. Rez didn't stay together, we wouldn't even have a girl in this league. But apparently, all you guys want all dudes in this league. 
and I think you should thank us because now we got a girl in this league because we're on the same team. Whoa, whoa, You're did you? Welcome. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're don't, welcome. Don't, You're welcome. Don't hashtag <laughs> me to me. No, 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 no. And I'm not against it. third of all, hey. you had to get the highest points in the, for the week to beat us. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. What is, <laughs> like, I mean, well done. Good for I, you. I, I would just like to add one thing. Kudos. Like, you know. As far as all the smack talking that we get, I think Dustin was right when he said that you guys should thank us, but for a different reason. Because if we happen to separate and both stay in this league, you guys will be playing for third place every year. (laughs) That's true, too. I would like to rebuttal by saying uh, there's been plenty of females in this league over the years. This league's been in existence for about a decade now. Yeah, but if we weren't on the same team this year, we wouldn't have any this year. That's not. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, like, don't hashtag me too. Don't don't put me into the. Don't Harvey Weinstein me, homie. But apparently, the guys in this league, they just wanted to be all dudes. They wanted to be no, a sausage man. fest. No, I man. get it. No, man. That's why. We, no, no. That's not it at all. But listen, I understand what you're saying. I do. And I appreciate you putting up with the junk talk. But that comes to the territory of being champ. So deal with it. It's never oh, going to yeah. stop. I'm okay with it. All right. We, good. We, Terrific. I'm glad. So it's going to continue. But just know. Hey, it's, it's not going to stop anytime soon, buddy. Let's all remember. Don't let your ch- your chickens die before they hatch. Okay, guys? Let's just remember. Oh, and, and especially with chickens. I never had chickens, Thomas. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. He was not a, not a chicken farmer. All right. Fair. All right. Next. Gentlemen, quick question. Do you hate losing more than you enjoy winning? Dustin. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably hate losing more than I enjoy winning. Mostly because I'm a winner, <laughs> and uh, that yeah. comes with that's more expected than me losing. So when me losing, it comes to more of a surprise, you know. Okay, all right. So all right, it's not anger. It's just it's shock. It's more shock when you lose. It's it's a little bit of shock and disappointment, and we know how disappointment goes, you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm full of it all the time. <laughs> Except for well, the, there, there, except, there might be a contest for that. All right. Well, listen. All right, Perez. I think I know your answer to this, but do you <laughs> hate losing more than you enjoy winning? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The hate. The hatred runs deep. I mean, it's it's sad that like on a day sometimes, and I I feel this most I think with my Tar Heels, um, in basketball season. You know, we'll we'll catch a W. Uh, against a good opponent, and I'll be really happy. Well, you know what? Let me rephrase this. <laughs> All right. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to go the other way with it. I think I like winning more than I hate losing, but what I like even more than winning is watching my arch rival lose. Yeah, no, that's good, too. I like that. Like, that that's kind of where it runs deep is, like, sometimes I would rather see my arch rival lose than me win. Uh, it's kind of, it's almost like this, like that uh, Falcons Saints game last weekend. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you hate both. You really do. I mean, you're cool with either losing, but the fact that we had just lost to the Falcons the week before, you really wanted them to lose that game. And it happened. And I literally jumped up and down as if the Carolina Panthers had just won. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I want to, I want to say, like, if I ever saw the Panthers win a Super Bowl, it would definitely be the high point of my my fandom. But a really close second to the high point in my fandom 
was watching Atlanta get come back on and beat down in the Super Bowl. That was delicious. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Never forget. <laughs> All right. I as well, gentlemen, hate losing more than I like winning. But I'll say this about losing. Losing keeps you hungry. If you're into, like, motivational stuff at all, like, losing, it makes you want winning that much more. So I think there's value in losing, but I really, really hate losing more than I like winning. Because, like, kind of like Dustin alluded to, kind of a winner. I mean, I know I said Mr. Disappointment. That's a lie. (laughs) 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 What I really am is basically a winner. So, you know. I I definitely disappoint people. I win at the shit I give a shit about, but no one else gives a shit about it. Sure. (laughs) Sure. All right. Sure. All right. That's usually how my, that's how my uh, winning works. I don't know. It's a very disappointing winning sure. situation. Absolutely. Well, listen, gentlemen. <laughs> so even even when you win, it's like, oh, but that's disappointing. Yeah. yeah well, for some, for, for not for me, but for for most people, they'd be like, what What the fuck are you even talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, gentlemen, I'm like, glad. Why, why are you talking to me? I'm glad we uh, yeah. we all kind of fall on the same side of the track on that one. <laughs> Screw losing. <laughs> all right. Sure. Uh, let's get to the 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 meat of this meal here. Ep- the the meat of episode thirty eight meal, uh, and that's the fellas fantastic five. Uh, we're bringing this to you for the first time. We're gonna do this at the corner mark all season long up to the playoffs. We're gonna rank the top five teams after the first quarter of the season. So I'm gonna go with uh, Dustin on this first. Who do you got? Five. Oh, we got we're getting ESPN alerts and stuff here. <laughs> Pick it up. Yeah, this is hot tub ESPN live alert. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna have you pick top five, five to one, Dustin. Currently this year, um, in the power rankings, the hot tub power rankings. Is that what you want? No, we're not calling it that. It's called the Fellas Fantastic Five. Damn it, just roll with it. He already named it, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> um. Copyright Fantastic Four, Fantastic Five. We're adding a member. Okay. <laughs> what you got? All right. At number five, I got the Patriots. Okay. They look good this set uh, this past Thursday. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, it, I think it'd be kind of rude not to put them in your top five right now, just because of the uh, the resume. Sure. And you know they're getting a lot of players back. They're getting rejuiced. And, yep. and uh, I just feel like uh, they, they got a little something up the sleeve. They always start off a little slow. Sure, it's At least as they have of late. Absolutely. Um, coming in at number four is I got Keep Pounding at number four. Panther Nation. Um, Panther Nation. This offense is up and coming. It's been clicking. We have the number one defense in the division. And uh, we, we might have the – we have, might have – we're probably a top two or three defense in the whole conference. So I like Panthers at my number four. I'm never going to argue with that. Um, at number three, I got the one team that I'm worried about. Um, I got the Saints. Saints. I got Drew Brees and Sean Payton. I just I picked them to win this division. I still think that they. I think their defense is going to get their shit together. They just got Mark Ingram back. So, yeah. And I think the Panthers are going to have trouble with all those weapons on defense a little and then um, coming in at number two, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Patrick Holmes, a.k.a. The Truth. Um, <laughs> right. Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill. 
I mean, I could go on forever. Their defense is very shaky, very, very shaky. Yep. Um, but I just, I just don't see defenses be able to, with the way the game is played today, I just don't see anybody being able to handle these Chiefs. We're, we're going to get a really good idea today, Tombo. They're playing the number one defense, Jacksonville. Sure are. Which almost came in at number five for me, but I put the Patriots above, and they would have been my five. Um, and then coming in at number one is the Rams. L.A. show, you know, it's it's La La Land over there. Thomas. It is, man. It's, it's very crazy. Hollywood. And, like, they, and it's crazy because they're all, like, young, and their coach is young, their quarterback's young, their wide receivers are young, everyone's wearing sunglasses, they're glamour. They got, got the best defense in the league. Uh-oh, Donald Trump is warning me about something right now. <laughs> he got a <laughs> Sunday morning alert from number 45. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump asked me for fantasy advice right now. That's exactly what that just happened. <laughs> but I mean, it's no, I, I'm with land. you, uh, dude. They're it's, they're high it's flying. The they had the best. Their best. They had the best. On the, they might hardly might have the best defense in the league, and they hardly might have the best. They had the second best offense in the league behind the Chiefs. Totally agreed. Totally agreed. All right, P. Res five through one. But before you start, you know what I forgot, P. You ready? What's that? You ready? Please. Oh man. Mhm. Yeah. Uh sorry, Lacroix. Yeah. I that wasn't very good. Uh, that wasn't very good brand ambassador right there. I'm forgetting to crack your can. <laughs> that was the Lacroix cheers honor to the gods. All right, go ahead. 5 through 1. Well, the uh our lists are very very similar. I actually did have um Patriots coming in at 5. Okay. I think that now that Edelman's back they're going to implement Gordon into the offense where he can just kind of roam free. He doesn't have that pressure that he needs to you know, go ball out every game. You saw him ju- get um, that jump ball on Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Um, Sonny Michelle's coming into his own, and James White's a really good compliment to him. So um, I think that com- I think that offense is going to start clicking um, <clears throat> like real soon. And Belichick is kind of like Roy Williams as far as the, the longer the season goes on, the better his teams get. Um, really, really? Happens, did you just did you just Belichick and make an analogy to Roy Williams? Yeah, I mean that's the similarity. There is like they always shouldn't it be the other way forward. around? Shouldn't it be the other way around? Like Roy is like Bill, not Bill is like Roy. Come on, man. Roy's been doing it longer. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Continue. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I got <clears throat> I got Patriots coming in at five. Um, at four, I do have the Panthers. I think. Our offense is going to start clicking. We get Samuel back. Yep. You know, he's he's the speed that we need. McCaffrey's really coming into his own. He's learning how to run through the tackles, which I love. He put on that extra weight. Yeah, so I got Panthers at number four. My number three is a little bit different. I don't have faith in the Saints defense like D does. Um, that offense is stellar, but I think they need a little work on D. Um, sure. They've just regressed a lot. And so – my number three is actually Jacksonville. Okay. The reason why I put Jacksonville at number three is I know Bortles is a liability, but they have the two things that you need to win championships, and that's a strong running game and an awesome defense. They do have that. They do have that. And honestly, and honestly, Bortles hasn't been that bad this year. He hasn't. So if, if, if Bortles just won't lose them the game, I think that they could go far. If he just If he does what he needs to do and not make – Horrific mistakes, and I think they're going to be okay. okay. Uh, number two, Kansas City. Dude, Mahomes has been super impressive. I don't want to get all 
uh, caught up into the hype. But the way the dude's throwing on the run, his accuracy, uh, his decision-making, he faced a little adversity for the first time in the spotlight. Looked damn good. Yeah. Um, the weapons they have around him are fucking sick, bro. Like Tyreek Hill, to have Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt on the same team just isn't really fair. No, it's um, not. You got, you, got, you got probably the best tight end in football and Kelsey. Um, just weapons everywhere. So they're coming in at number two. Um, and then number one, man, those Rams. <laughs> they're, they're, they're fun to watch, dude. Uh, they're, they're bringing back the greatest show on turf for sure. Some of these throws that Jared Goff has been making – I mean, dude, they're, he looks different. He, he, a lot different. You know, I think the first year with Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher didn't know what the fuck to do. He's a, he's a consistent eight and eight coach. He yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, sure is. <clears throat> last year, Goff kind of turned into the, the game manager role, didn't lose him games, but didn't really win him games. Some of the throws he's making this year, throwing to, to spots before the guys even come out of breaks. Um, dimes. He's he put he's put himself in a position where he can actually win them games. Yes. So if you got that with all those other weapons, and then you got what I think is the best defense in the league, um, dude, yeah, they're going to be hard to. It's tough, man. Like, listen, they, and they bought a defense over the off season that, like, I mean, you have so many all pro bowlers. Right yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he looks like a giraffe just back there, just slinging footballs, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, like I mean, this is a giraffe just hanging out. Just so you're right, and on the opposite end of the spectrum, Case Keenum has no neck. <laughs> right, yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> he right? does. It's like no zero neck. That's <laughs> it weird. looks like every time I see him, I'm like that dude has no neck. It's a helmet on top of shoulder pads. <laughs> Maybe his shoulder guess, pads are too big. Is that more? Is that more safe to to, yeah, right. to have no neck? Yeah, you don't like jostle your head around. <laughs> it's all like stuck in place. <laughs> He's like a little turtle. Yeah. Like if somebody comes to rip his head off, he just there, goes into the. I mean, scientifically speaking, there's a probably a less chance of whiplash. Yeah, sure. That's about it. Yeah, absolutely. Less movement. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, my five through one, uh, I'll run through this real quick. You guys pretty much said it all there, but uh, I'm going, I actually had trouble with five. So I'm going to toss up between Saints and Panthers. I think we're either five, six, one way or the other. Um, for all the reasons that you really said, both offenses look pretty decent at this point. Cam Newton is always Cam Newton. So you always got a chance there. Drew Brees is, you know, he's probably going to have every major passing record, you know, by the time he's done with his career. So you can never count Drew Brees out. So a little toss up on five, but four, I got the Patriots. Um, they brought me back out of doubt after Thursday night. Uh, now that, again, yes, like you guys alluded to, Julian Edelman back in the lineup, um, a somewhat somewhat healthy Gronk. Is there ever a completely healthy Gronk? Uh, you nope. got Josh Gordon running deep routes. I mean, I think that offense, I think they're going to get it together. I think James White is going to catch 10 balls a game out of the backfield. Thank God for my fantasy team. So uh, <laughs> we'll take that. Number three, I got the Ravens. Now, that's a team y'all don't have in your top five. Um, I think the Ravens are special. I think Joe Flacco, in a motivated year with a first-round quarterback that just got drafted in a contract year, uh, I the think what Lamar Jackson was drafted in the first round. I mean, what, 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 what team do you just said? The Ravens, baby, the Ravens. Oh, you don't yeah, agree with it. this. Well, so this is what I think. So the defense... Number at, three? 
Number three. The number Better three. Better the Patriots? Yes. Yes, dude. Okay. Right. Yes, right. man. Yes. The fucking Ravens. <laughs> the Ravens are better than the Panthers? Listen. Listen to what I'm saying to you. So the Ravens defense, I would say, is the top five defense. Right now, offensively, Baltimore is ranked as a top five offense. None of these other teams except for the Rams can say that in these top five teams that we've just named. So with that said, I'm just kind well, of basing Panthers it off the of I get that. That's fine. Whatever. I'm just basing it off of the numbers. <laughs> but, you know, Joe Flacco, they've got decent receivers. You've got Crabtree. You've got Willie Sneed. He's definitely upgraded at the wide receiver position. He's got a couple of decent tight ends. That rookie that they just drafted um, in the uh, second round, Aiden I believe. Hurst. Yeah, he's going to make his yeah, first did. start today. Um, you, didn't even, you didn't even mention their number one receiver, John Brown. Well, listen, and they got John Brown. And you know what? That's the thing is John Brown – you know, he had like that secondary role in Arizona, but I think he's really stepped it up. And you would think just naturally that Crabtree would be their number one wide receiver. But I do truly believe John Brown, best receiver they have on that team. So, you know, you got you got Buck Allen catching balls out of the backfield. You got Alex Collins jamming it up. the Dude, they're a solid team. And like even in their one Alex loss. Collins is a liability. Uh, listen, he's not a liability. He's just not great. I don't agree with that. He has one of the most fumbles in the league, and that's why Buck Allen gets all the goal line carries because they're afraid he's going to fumble. He, he, run, he runs hard, man. Yeah, he does. Uh, he'll knock you he'll, he'll knock you over. He'll knock you over. So, anyways, uh, Ravens number three. I know you guys don't love it, but there it is. <laughs> uh, I'm going to flip-flop with y'all. I got Rams at two and Chiefs at one. Uh, you guys said all the reasons that these teams are great. I agree with all of them. Uh, I just truly believe that, like, I, 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 and I don't want to feed into the hype machine, but if you, it's literally, there's certain things that you see and you're like, that's just special. And that is oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers like. But it's better than that. Yeah. He, uh, he has a cannon, a absolute hose connected to his arm. So, like, I mean, <laughs> This thing, I mean, uh, it's just, it's amazing. So, yeah, I think <clears throat> the I think, only thing that I would change about Patrick Mahomes, he needs to get a new voice. Yeah. Have you heard that dude talk? It's kind of creepy. Dude, it's creepy to hear that sound come out of his mouth. It's like, uh, it, uh you should Ed, almost, it's like, use, almost like Ed Orgeron. He should, uh, he should do like audio clips for like Halloween stores. Like, you know, <laughs> you, you walk I up. He, I think he looks and talks like a muff. Like a what? Like a Muppet. Like a Muppet. Like animal? Yeah. Like Muppet. <laughs> like, like from the Muppet Baby. Like Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I think it he should. Like he should be down in the bayou. <laughs> That's like, so dude. Like hunting gators. Yeah, dude. He's, uh, man, it's something. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it is some different stuff. <laughs> that voice. So um, all right. Well, okay. So there, folks, is your fellas Fantastic Five, the first one of the 2018 season. We'll check in after eight weeks and see where the fellas think we're at at that point. Now, time for everyone's favorite game, pick one. Then we're going to close this piece out because we got stuff to do, a little football to watch. Everyone's favorite game, pick one. If you've never heard it before, give the fellas two options. Put them in a tough, often disturbing, often, you know, probably politically incorrect situation. (laughs) And we let them decide which one they would endure over the other. You ready for this, fellas? Yep. All right. Let me just uh, sit my. Uh, s- Dicks and wieners. <laughs> oh my god! There is good old fashioned dick twist. It's got nothing to do with your wieners this time, so that's a win for y'all. All right, here we go. Everyone's favorite game pick one. 
So, one of our fellow fellas and rock bottom fantasy football league players, Justin Gein, our buddy, our guy, and his family recently made an appearance on the show Family Feud, which is freaking awesome, by the way. (laughs) Super jealous. Super jealous. Yeah. And now, fellas, you get your shot at Steve Harvey. Your family is doing great. Throughout the course of the game, you're starting to stack money, and your team gets to the speed round. You volunteer yourself, of course, because you think you're the man. You're standing next to Steve Harvey. You give all your answers. And in review, not a single one of them are correct. (laughs) All zeros? And when I say not correct, I don't mean it's not the top answer. I mean, it's not even anywhere on the board. Not the fifth-ranked answer. It's just completely... And utterly wrong. (laughs) All right. (laughs) My mother would disown me. Embarrassed for being terrible. You get nervous. And by the way, let's not forget about that burrito you crushed right before you went out on stage. (laughs) All right. All right. Steve standing there. (laughs) They got all poop in the van. Steve Steve standing there. Steve asks oh, you, listen, listen, Steve asks you how you feel about your performance. And all of a sudden your nerves, <laughs> your nerves are getting the best of you. You know, you, your nerves, you're nervous and you just rip a huge <laughs> fart. So loud. The entire audience goes silent. Oh man. Crickets. <laughs> Steve turns and looks at you. He just shakes his head in shame. You are embarrassed, and you have embarrassed your entire family in front of a national television audience. Good job, fellas. All right. So there's your first scenario. It's a little intricate, all right? Pretty intricate. Or, or, imagine this. (laughs) You're at, you're, <laughs> I'm sitting my pants on TV. All right. Listen. So imagine this. You're at Harris Teeter, right? Or, you know, whatever local grocery store you got. There is only Harris Teeters. Everyone knows this. All right. Well, you have one minute to get your grocery shopping done for the week. One minute. You're it's being market sweet. You are being timed, fellas. One minute. Once that minute is up, you're done. You can forget about that frozen pizza you were trying to grab <laughs> for the drunk munchies. That's no problem. But hey, fellas, you know, we're compassionate. We are. We are truly compassionate around here. How will you ever get all of your shopping done in one minute? Well, we'll give you a chance to earn some extra time. (laughs) All right. As you're running through the store, we'll give you an extra 20 seconds for every person that you give a Vance McDonald's stiff arm to. You know, that epic sit the F down type stiff arm that Vance McDonald laid down on Kansas City Chiefs corner, Chris Conti. <laughs> All right. He not only st- he stiffed arm in and then he stiffed arm him when he was on the way to the ground. <laughs> All right? uh, he took he took he took his soul. Yeah. Basically, he shamed him and his entire family for generations. And and now when is that guy I, even still playing football? I haven't heard. <laughs> and now when we say every person that you that you stiff arm, we mean women only, fellas. <laughs> and yes, stiff arming 
women fellas. Yes. Are so now <laughs> women fellas or no no no, no fellas there? fellas you must <laughs> you can only stiff arm women. Now I mean are they big women? It doesn't matter. They're women. Keep that in mind. The question you now have to ask yourself, fellas, is how hungry are you? Hungry enough to push innocent women down with epic stiff arms. <laughs> how hungry are you? There's a good chance you'll go to jail for this as well. All right. <laughs> so with that said, <laughs> gentlemen, I leave it upon you. Dustin, what you think? Which option are you taking? I, I don't understand why do I do I, do I have to stiff arm women? So to get extra time to buy your food, you only have one minute. You can't get all your grocery shopping done in one minute. So every dude, woman that dude, you stiff arm, I am, I am a, I'm very well rehearsed in the show supermarket sweep, sir. That's this is no big deal. Okay, all right, all right. Justin stiff arming him. So you, dude, uh, I don't need to stiff arm any. No women will be hurt in this show. Okay, I mean, I, that's what I hope. I got I got this in a minute. No big deal. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> and I'm not shitting myself on TV. And I can't even really fathom. Like, this, that one's, like, so beyond me. Because, like, I watch some... I'm a game show guy. And I'm like, dude, this has never happened where I would get all zeros. Well, like, you suck. So, th- it did in this case. Yeah, no, I'm not shitting myself on TV, and uh, I'm going to tell these ladies to talk to the hand while I'm on my way to the frozen food section. Okay, all right. All right. He doesn't think he needs any, any extra time. He needs no extra time. He will get his shopping done in one minute, so there will be no women taking a stiff arm from old hot tub in your local Harris Teeter. All right, Perez, which option are you taking, sir? I don't think you guys know this about me, but when I get off work at 6 o'clock every day, traveling home, get home, open the door, put down my stuff, first thing I turn on is Family Feud every day. Okay. All right. Big Family Feud guy. This is serious. All right. Love Steve Harvey. Um, I would be shunned from my family. I probably wouldn't be able to talk to my mom again. (laughs) I'm going to let down my kids, man. Yeah. Remember that time? Remember that time that Daddy did not know any of the answers on Family Feud? uh, No, 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 no. You remember when Daddy shit himself on TV? I, I talked a big talk. Not that he didn't know the answers. No, he shit himself on TV. It doesn't matter that he didn't know anything. So yeah, I, I talk a big game, and I could. I don't think. That might be like the lowest point of my entire life. If I would do that. So Remember when Steve that? already made fun of your dad for pooping himself on on film? <laughs> not only do I not get the twenty grand, but I'm shamed forever. <laughs> and <laughs> you ruined your pants, bro. You ruined your pants, yeah. man. And so, yeah, um, couldn't go out in public again. Uh, you know what would be worse if, like, your wife, like, got like. Well, one hundred and ninety ninety nine, and you only needed a dollar. Yeah, and you couldn't get a point, single point. And you got all zeros, and then you're like, kids were like, well, mommy got all the other points. <laughs> Dude, it, it, this, is, this is real life here. And, you know, you're telling all your friends, like, hey, make sure you watch Family Feud tonight. And it's like, hey, guys, <laughs> please don't watch. Yeah, no. <laughs> please. It never watch. happened. It never happened. And your wife is looking at you like, really, really, honey? All you needed was to get one point. <laughs> And, and, and then you poop yourself. So, Peter, you, know you know how those blow ups on uh, 
uh, Family Feud make like YouTube and stuff. So you're going to be forever in infamy. Oh um, yeah, I'm going into that grocery store. <laughs> I'm I'm actually running toward the ladies, giving them the stiff arm. <laughs> All right. I'm not, even if they're not in my way, I'm going for them. All right, he wants the extra time. He's trying to I'm, walk I'm, around the grocery store leisurely. I'm, I'm grabbing their face. <laughs> and, uh, I'm pulling advanced uh, McDonald's. I'm still in their soul. I would sack one of the ladies according to the NFL rules where I would place them down right. gently. gently. <laughs> gotcha. Not only that, I'm going to go back and to the security room and I'm going to watch the tape Okay, <laughs> over and over again right. <laughs> of me cruising in there grabbing yeah. their face. Did you see it? Rewind. Did you see it? Rewind. Oh, dude, watch it. Watch this. Boom. Rewind. Her feet, Boom. Her feet, come up on, her, her feet came off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Perez is running around the grocery store assaulting women. Let's please keep this in mind. Anyone that is listening, this is completely hypothetical. We are not serious. We would never push a woman down. All right. Well, 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 another one. It's in the books. Uh, We got some Panthers versus Giants football we got to get to. So it's time to bounce, fellas. We have ranked our top NFL teams, hatched some eggs or not. (laughs) (laughs) Stiff armed, innocent women trying to get grocery shopping done and farted on Steve Harvey. Uh, we're all over the board, and we appreciate y'all putting up with our nonsense as always. Check out every episode of T-Botch and the Fellas Talking Life and Sports on iTunes and SoundCloud. And make sure to check out all of our daily sports content, Facebook, Twitter, and the gram at T-Botch and the Fellas. If you don't follow, like, and share our stuff, you are basically dead to me. You can redeem yourself by doing that, so go ahead. Perez. Perez, your junk talking game is strong and I like it. But again, <laughs> don't count that chicken, you know. <laughs> Whatever that's supposed to mean. Yeah, I'm going to keep on doing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you do that, man. Hey, man. We, hey. we love, no chickens were hurt in this show either. Yeah, and uh, let the record show P Tubs loves chicken. <laughs> Perez, I hope you sell a house today, buddy. I got one lined up, brother. All right. I don't doubt it at all. Um, So, Hot Tub, let the people know where uh, to find you at here in just a minute for those sleeper fantasy picks. Yes, uh, every uh, every noon, between noon and 12.15-ish, depending on uh, when my dog poops. Um, Every every noon? (laughs) Or every Sunday. Every noon, guys. Yeah. Live to see my dog poop. Um... Uh, I'll be on uh, Facebook Live on the on the uh, T-Bosh and the Fellas page. I'll be giving you uh, fantasy sleepers this week. I got some good ones for you, and then I got some others that I'm like completely nervous about, and I hope they don't hurt you. I bet one of them is Antonio Gates. I am Thomas Bosch, <laughs> your host and creator. Thanks for hanging with T-Bosh and the Fellas talking life and sports. I say it all the time. Uh, You got one life to live, so enjoy it. Give each other a big old hug, and damn it, damn it, damn it. Just be nice to each other. It's not hard at all. Not hard one bit. We got some fun stuff in the works for episode 39 as the NBA season kicks off, so y'all be on the lookout. We'll see ya for 39, y'all.